You have just entered the Katie Ma podcast. Keyboard plus mouse or die. Hey guys, what's going on? And welcome to the KB Mod Podcast, episode 15. Um, hopefully you heard 14. We had, we've <laughs> been having continued technical issues with Podbean because it's probably the worst service, worst website uh, ever made. It's it's horrible. Right I can't even there. I can't even get to it right now. And for some reason, um, it looks like 13 and episodes 13 and 14. Um, they're on the they're on the site they're uploaded to to the site but i can't get to them right now so i have a ticket in with them trying to figure this out but still haven't heard anything so in the meantime hopefully you're able to use that media fire link that we provided um i think bob updated the post yeah he um, did. yeah so a lot of you might have had to just download it direct from media fire so apologies for that um but um yeah we'll we'll make sure whatever we well i mean i can't promise that no problems will happen this week but Hopefully everything will be fixed by the time this is uploaded. So, um, got the got the usual crew with me today. We got Dan, we got John, Hello. we got Brandon. Brandon at home tonight, which is sweet. Yeah, yeah um, hopefully I won't drop during the call this time. No robot <laughs> phone, which would be awesome. Nope. <laughs> so, what have you all been? What's what's been? I haven't actually. I don't think I've asked what the the, the gaming question of like you used to recap what we were doing this week as far as gaming, but is it? I don't think last week we did. Did it's been we? a question recently too, because we've yeah. been between big titles for so long now. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, well, I, I, I uh, actually hopped back on the WoW this week for the first time in a while, because I wasn't able to do the long gaming sessions really. Mm. But uh, also been playing uh, Left 4 Dead 2 two nights in a row. A lot of fun with that, with the co-op. Oh yeah, I saw you streaming that the other night too, as well. And uh, tonight I was playing some Alter IW, some some Modern Warfare 2, because... Getting ready for the next Alter ready. IW. <laughs> getting ready for the next Alter IW to come up. <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely be touching on that. What about you, John? What have you been up to? COD 4. It's always just COD 4. <laughs> One week it wasn't, though. Wild One week it was Counter-Strike. I've been, playing, I've been playing a fair bit of while. I, I played Counter-Strike during the stream. Oh, yeah, that's what it was. John, okay. John admitted he wanted to finish out his, uh, his, his Storm Rage set. For his mm. Yeah, so I got to play play a bit of while. Nice. So now I'm trying to figure out: was there a driver update or something for Battlefield 3 today? It was from Nvidia. Okay, yeah, that would explain Nvidia, that would explain why AMD cards run like complete shit ass dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh Love man, those, I miss those Catalyst drivers so much. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I uh, I haven't really been playing a whole lot because I built my new PC this weekend. So yeah. that's what most of this weekend was. Messing with that and then trying to get all my programs set back up and stuff. Yeah, you did a live stream of that too. I was uh, I, I watched it for as long yeah. as I could, Brandon. And then was... <laughs> after you were applying the thermal paste on your um, on your Hyper Two Twelve for ten hours, I <laughs> had to click away until you <laughs> finished that part, and then I watched the rest of the build. But hey, I, I told people at the beginning that it may not be like the most interesting stream that <laughs> I've ever know. watched. I was, I was joking. Thinking about, I was thinking about not doing it because I was like, really? I, I wouldn't watch someone build a computer. <laughs> well, see, Brandon, there's levels of building a computer. You have to be like one of the most like, I just know from your personality, you're like very precise and everything. So that yeah, very well, much I mean, showed in I your build. I wanted to tell people like, when you buy $2,000 worth of computer parts, yeah. you're welcome to put it together as fast as you want to. But, <laughs> <laughs> 
like me, where I just throw it. Well, I don't buy that in by two thousand, but you know, my cabling is pretty pristine in my case. I've never seen it. John can Nothing attest to that. Nothing beats uh, follower a follower of KB Mod, uh, Zaxi. I don't know if you're Zachy. <laughs> I forget how his Twitter handle actually goes, but we'll call him Zach. He uh, he put his his Hyper Two Twelve is being held on by three prongs, not four. <laughs> so, uh, and it's running. Uh, I don't know how, but it it's is running better than Scott's. Is, so. <laughs> hey, listen, stop cooling, baby. Way to go. Still can overclock with good temps, but. Actually, Brandon, I was I had a lot of joy inside when you were struggling for a little bit with the 212, like with the clips and everything. At the, yeah, well, I just I forgot that I had to. Yeah, I forgot that I had to take the Under actually do it with fans. the motherboard out, oh, which is yeah. a rookie mistake, especially considering I already had a uh, 932 case before. So I should have remembered <laughs> from the last time. But oh, you know, every new build, you always run into little things that you forget, and you have to go back and. Do things in a different order. <laughs> you weren't watching the chat because you were building it, but as you were as you were like have struggling with that part a little bit, I was just typing in all caps. I was like, "See, it's not as easy as you think, Brandon. You don't remember this." <laughs> so anyway, but you got it done. As well, I hopefully, you people would. had a good time and maybe learned yeah. something, or uh, at least just had fun trolling me. <laughs> the Either trolling way. Was, was fun. <laughs> yeah, that no, was good. It was good all around. I've been uh, I've been playing much. Um, I tweeted this out. I really haven't been gaming all that much, especially. I've been playing some single-player stuff. Like, I started tonight, I started Metro 2033, which um, I've had for a while, and I just installed it. And um, I know Alex talked about this game, or Private Joker talked about this game a lot. Um, when he was playing it, he was going to do a playthrough. I don't think he ever did, but my God, dude, that game is is amazing looking. Gorgeous. Um, one of the best-looking games I've ever played. And, like, overall, just the story, um, the production value and everything in it. It's so unique and so well done. I can't like. I know a lot of people talked about it being like a gem that no no one played kind of deal, and it really is. If you, I don't know how much it is now. I think you said you have it, Brandon. Um, yeah, I picked it up a few weeks ago yeah, when it was, it was it was on sale. sale. Five bucks. That's what yeah. it was. I, you cannot. I guess it's not five bucks anymore. If you didn't pick it up then, you're you were insane because probably only like twenty. <clears throat> yeah, it's fantastic. I I can't recommend it enough. I'm about three or four hours in, and oh god, it's awesome. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that, especially since yeah. I know uh, I know it's pretty you know pretty nice graphically. So yeah, it really is. I, if the game's actually good, all the better. Yeah, I couldn't get over how yeah how good it, how good it is. It reminds me of um, I don't really um, kind of like what is it? Um, what is that Russian developer? Um, God, what game is it? Um, big open world. Um, Shit. God, I can't remember what it's called. A couple years ago, though, remember. Uh, Stalker, 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 like a little yeah, bit yeah. like Stalker because it's got the Russian, it's Russian developer, it's got a Russian influence to it, big time, but it also it's a little more, um, a little more linear than Stalker. Like it's not as open world, but there's a lot you can do. Does um, your head bob and make me vomit? With Stalker? <laughs> um, no, the head bob isn't too bad. No, um, but there's so many cool like little things. Like when you're outside, you have to wear a, a gas mask and you mm-hmm. have like a flashlight that you have to recharge. Ammo is like really scarce. Um, you know, it's a post-apocalyptic thing, just like Stalker is. Um, nice. But anyway, yeah, I'll stop stop raving about it. But yeah, it's really good. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's been what. Oh, and I did, I did stream some uh, some Max Payne too for a little while on this. And this it was weekend. awesome. Oh, nice. Yeah, um, what a game! That dude. game has has aged pretty well, actually. It has. Man. Such a good game. Yeah. So I remember um, playing through, like you know, the the very at the very beginning of Max Payne two when you first shoot that guy. Um, and he falls back into like the paint cans and the uh, mm-hmm. for the very first time in bullet time. I I played that part. I think I had a demo of that game 
before um, on the console or whatever, before it was fully released. I think I played that one part where you shoot that guy and try to shoot him like a hundred different angles to watch that slow mo physics effect where he falls back into the into the wood and to the paint cans. Like it just brings <laughs> back the memories, dude. It's so good. I actually have a real have really fond memories of that game specifically. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I, I remember uh, my sister was having a birthday party. And I was upstairs. It was like a Friday night, and I played through all of Max Payne in one <laughs> night while wow. they were having her birthday party. I don't, I don't know why I remember that, but I just remember I was so engrossed that I played through the whole game in one night. Yeah, Bob it used was to, a fantastic game. Yeah, Bob used to play it when I didn't have a good PC at all. I would go over to Bob's because he had a good PC, mm. and he had uh, he had Max Payne and he had Tribes, and I would watch him play Max Payne. <laughs> like, I wouldn't play, but he would, I would watch him play. <clears throat> And I was like, oh, my God, it's bullet time every single time it happened. <laughs> like, I remember Max Payne 2. I mean, Max Payne 2, Max Payne, the original, was a good-looking game for its time. But Max Payne 2 was, like, one of the first times I'd ever actually played a game that used, I think it uses the Havoc's physics engine, I think, in that game. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it's that engine. And, like, it was such a step up. Like, and like it was so mind-blowing to me at the time. that Like, that's I think that's why it stands out for me. Like, Brandon, you have a memory of playing. I just have a memory, or I just have a memory of just, trying to manipulate the physics over and over. Like, I didn't care if I died. Like, I, while I was in the stream, I was jumping off a building trying to blow myself up with a grenade because that's what I used to do all the time to see how cool it looked. So, God, what a, what a title. What a title. Yeah, dude. Um, I guess now we, we got Battlefield 3 that we just played slightly a little bit before the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I need, to buy, I need to buy NVIDIA cards. Is that going to be your next 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 I'm, week purchase? I'm going to acquire some. <laughs> I wish Nvidia cards works with three monitors. That'd be awesome. Just get a just get a GT220. Uses a third card <laughs> to run it. Uh, I, I thought about that actually. <laughs> That'll be the irony that it just the GT220 unlocked. By the way, it should have unlocked on the East Coast now. Mm. Well, it unlocked with my Korean proxy. So, well, yes, <laughs> that <Nice>. did happen. <laughs> Sweet. Well, let's get into uh, let's get into the news a little bit. We now interrupt your scheduled programming to bring you an urgent broadcast from the front lines of America. Uh, this week, Dad, because we've got there was a Man. whirlwind of BlizzCon news. Well, actually, so. let me let me go over Friday a little bit for me. Yeah, because I was at work and it was pretty slow. Yeah, at work Friday, and also I just can't do very much at work right now. And then uh, <laughs> I forgot it was BlizzCon completely, and. I just checked my reader and like in the morning mm-hmm. and like Kotaku was having their live chat over like the uh, wow panel and stuff. And I was like, wait, what the hell? So then I ended up actually getting that, that BlizzCon news post together in real time with oh, all, nice. the, all with the, the chat updates. going on and everything. Yeah. With the chat going on and everything. So, mm. uh, we managed to tweet out a whole bunch of information. And, uh, if you followed us on Friday, you were, you got a treat because you got Blizzard information like right when it happened. So it was one of the first things we've done really in real time. So it was fun to do for me as uh, I really felt like, uh, a media person yeah. <laughs> on Friday. Breaking that really, news. Yeah, it was yeah. really fun. Nice. But we got a ton of stuff. And, um, first of all, we're going to lead with the big boy here. Um, Miss Pandaria, the new, <laughs> New uh, WoW expansion um, looks like it's going to make over the game even more than Cataclysm did, which is a lot. So um, Cataclysm was basically could have been WoW too, but um, this looks like it's going to 
turn the talent system into a more Diablo style one where you just, there's not going to be three, uh, those of you who play well will know what I'm talking about. Uh, you guys have all played well, but you know, there's three specs for each class, you know, three talent trees right now. There's only going to be one when, uh, after this and you're going to pick skills that you have. You're going to kind of pick a spec at level 10 and then you'll get a talent every 15 levels. So whether or not that's like a core skill or what that actually means, I'm not, I'm not sure. I didn't look into, they had them all posted on MMO champion as far as what the tiers are like and how it's going to work. Um, I thought it was a pretty unnecessary change myself. I didn't think it was very hard to really, that that seems like a a huge change because (laughs) if you look back at vanilla, you know, that was just crazy time where you, you know, you did have cookie cutter builds <laughs> right. um, and you really yeah. didn't deviate from those at all. And you had a but lot of some, throwaway talents, which they got rid yeah, of. Yeah, exactly. And they made it better over time. And I feel like now the current system is pretty simple already. Yeah, no, in Cataclysm, I know, Scott, you quit before it came along. So you had the somewhat more complicated ones from mm. Wrath. Mm. But in Cataclysm, they cut those down even further. And basically, every talent is pretty self-explanatory. So if you look at it, you're going to be like, oh, okay, that is useful. Or, oh, okay, that's for PvP. You know, it's not, mm-hmm. it's pretty black and white now. Yeah, and there's right. really, there's like, there's really no filler talents now. It's just some are going to be PvE oriented, some are going to be PvP yeah. oriented, but they're all pretty, pretty and useful. You, you can't fuck it up early on either right now because you have to have 31 points in a tree before you can uh, put right. points in another tree. So you can't do some like fucked up 10 10 10 build. Yeah, just, I feel like this is this right. is feels mm. like it's making it even more easy mode. They're dumbing yeah, it down know. even more. People, yeah. I don't know if you guys saw my Diablo video or know how the talents work there, but basically you unlock them as levels go by and then you have three slots for them. Mm-hmm. Eventually six slots in D3 and you can change those skills out at any time. And they're saying it's going to be closer to that. Um, you won't be able to do it like mid combat, like you can Diablo three. But um, see, I, that's the one thing I I just don't know if I like. Yeah, I don't like yeah. it at all. I thought Cataclysm talent trees. We were just talking while you were in the B room. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just don't understand that change particularly. Um, the talent I, trees aren't hard. At the, the only thing I can no. think. The only thing I can think is that they're. I feel like this is something they're kind of doing to change for change's sake because they know that something this sweeping will bring a lot of people back for at least a month. Yep. You know, I have an alternate theory on this. I think it's a tribute to Steve Jobs. Because you know how Steve Jobs dumbed down everything and locked down everything? I think that this is like Blizzard's way of nodding and being like, all right, we're going to make this real easy for you. You can't fuck it up, but you also can't customize it like you used to be able to. All right, I'm sorry. It was on call for I have a third. You have a third theory? Okay. Yeah, and this was actually came in a Twitter question. I forget <clears throat> who I was talking about this with. I think it was uh, our our buddy, Mr. Darby O'Thrill. But um, hmm. he and I both agreed on this, is that we both think what they're doing right now is anything they're changing in WoW, they're just testing out shit for Titan. Yeah, that would make sense, yeah. Mm. Because Titan's going to be an MMO. Right. We know that. Um, and if it's going to be what's been rumored is that it's going to be like a steampunk um, kind of FPS, MMO FPS. So that would make sense <laughs> more than talent trees for that type of thing. And I feel like they're saying, well, we have this formula with WoW that works really well right now. And let's see what happens when we throw this in or we throw that in. 
Um, that would make sense, yeah. The rest of the expansion doesn't really change too much. There are some really good leveling changes. Um, they're revamping all the lower level dungeons, but they're doing like what are called, they're going to call like PVE scenarios. And basically, you guys have all, all level characters. You know, you get in a yeah. quest chain, right? And you have to go back to the guy like 47 times or, um, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. Or you kill like, you know, maybe you kill 20 kobolds and then you have to find an item and then you have to kill the special kobold at the end of the cave, you know, that kind of thing. Right. And then you Those have a high level the- character killing it over and over again just to mess with you so that you can <laughs> complete the quest. My experiences. Yeah. <laughs> <That's-> <laughs> And then the dude pile has to come in and, and wreak havoc and kill him. dude for 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Corpse camping is a good time. Oh, yeah. Especially, Brittany calls you in, triumphantly <laughs> save her. Um, <laughs> but what those will be now are like little mini instances. And those are going to replace like, and pretty much group quests were dead anyway, um, mm. for the most part, because... You know, people are all, all max level, so everything leveling just wanted to fly to 85. You didn't care about doing those. So it's going to replace group quests, and it's going to kind of be like these little, not quick time events. I don't know why that's the word popping into my head, but just kind of little instances, like maybe <laughs> 10 minutes long. When I hear you know? quick time events, I think of like the Crisis like arcade God games. Of War, or so God of War. <laughs> yeah. But, um it's going to be like tiny instances. They're like 10 minutes long, mm. and you play through a little story, and then you're out of them. So um, those are going to replace that, and I think that's going to be a lot more fun to level. The other change, which I want to talk about, mm-hmm. <laughs> is Pokemon. So good. <laughs> uh, I think it's awesome. So do <laughs> At I. first I was against it, but now I think it's awesome. What Basically, changed your mind on that? Well, because you can name your pets. Because it's Pokemon? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, I love naming things in World of Warcraft. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> um, I used to have a pet stable. I had uh, Patrick Swayze and Hot Pool Boy were my hunter's pets <laughs> back in the day. And Hot Pool Boy was a Cuban bat. Hmm. And, uh, he used to clean my pool and then sleep with me. But anyway, um, basically your non-combat pets, which people collect religiously in that game anyway will be able to be renamed, leveled up, and fought against others in teams, and then you can sell them for gold when they are leveled up. So, like, hmm. if people are hardcore about this pet arena, right. it's Pokemon. It's Pokemon. Which people like, will be. Are you kidding me? Yeah. People oh, dude, it's turn-based combat, just like Pokemon. <laughs> Everything is like Pokemon. I don't. Oh, I would be surprised God. if they don't get sued. <laughs> Pokemon was a fucking legit game, bro. Yeah. Oh, I'm not saying it wasn't. I just think it's hysterical. They're like they're straight up copying this. it because yeah. you know there's going to be whole guilds and people that come play the game just to do that. They will not do anything else. <laughs> well, there's not a legitimate Pokemon MMO, I don't think. No, and this will be. You'll be able to fight in teams and shit. <laughs> it's going to be nuts. <laughs> I bet role role playing servers are just going to oh, they're going to they're going to crash from the traffic. <laughs> Gold all I know, all I know is I'm collecting all of the canine pets and naming a character Michael Vick. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a good oh idea. God. <laughs> and that is how I will be uh, playing Pokemon. <laughs> all right, so the half of you podcast listeners that are left, <laughs> hope you. Oh man, Michael Vick jokes are sweet. They're still, um, they're still good. 
XF though, but and also there's pandas and shit in this expansion. And fucking, I love panda bear. I just love all forms of bears. Yeah, they're good. And uh, I do like the new class, which is a change of pace from while. Uh, the monk is going to be the new class, and it has no auto attack, which yeah, is that, complete I found that interesting. Um, Weird. It's it's going to have an energy system kind of like Death Knight runes, which will be three light orbs and three dark orbs. And you have two moves that build up energy in the orbs, and then you have moves that will use use those. It's almost exactly like a, a Diablo monk, actually. I was about to ask you, yeah, is that Rift <laughs> yeah, right now, Diablo? It's a lot like Diablo. Okay. Um, but it's going to have no auto attack, and auto attack, uh, for those true WoW nerds out there, such as myself, auto attack has always been the number one source of damage for most melee classes. Um and uh, it's always been very important with hit caps and all that kind of stuff. So I don't even know how mm-hmm. this is going to play out, but I definitely want to play one. Let's just that. make this with this argument. Let's make this more of a skill, like a lot more skill required character to play. If there's no, like it's gonna, I don't know if it's going to be skill more skill required, or you're just going to have to fucking pay attention. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I feel like the, it seems like they'll probably be strong in PvP if that's the case, because they they're going to have to have huge it's burst damage panda. for abilities. Obviously, it's going to be sweet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, they're going to have to rely on those and if if you miss a jab or I forget what the other move is, uh you're going to be kind of fucked for a little bit cuz you won't have any energy, but all that matters is the energy is called chi and that's fucking yeah. legit as hell. <laughs> <laughs> so, there's going to be uh yeah, it's going to be sweet, I think. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I think it's going to inject a lot of fun back into the game, which is a good thing. So that's the wow. And, they, uh, and now they're they're giving away Diablo three with a annual pass. Oh man, brings me into Diablo three as well for that news. But yes, Diablo three free with a year of WoW, and you get beta access guaranteed to Mists of Pandaria, and you get a mount. The that mount is... is one of the coolest mounts in the game too. Yep. Just looking at it, it looks so good. Tyrion, how, how much revenue do you think Blizzard's going to recognize this quarter after that announcement? <laughs> I know, right? Oh, I signed up for it. Why wouldn't I? Right I already. <laughs> but, um, yes, and it gets you what I think will be the game of the year in 2012, which will be Diablo 3 for free. So you'll get that. And uh, not much new information came out about D3, really, except for the end <coughs> boss is going to be one of the primevals we haven't fought yet, which is Asmodan. And the uh, collector's edition looks amazing, uh, in my opinion. I'm probably still not going to get it. I'm just not the guy who gets those usually, but... Um, you don't put all that stuff around your desk called the figurines. No, and... I do kind of want the Diablo <laughs> skull, but mm. <laughs> not gonna I bought it. A, I bought the collector's edition of World at War because uh, I got a flask with that. Yes, so... legit. <laughs> you get a flask? <laughs> yeah, dude, the fucking thing was a flask. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's like that was the selling point for John. There's, it's got a flask. <laughs> That's funny. Then uh, StarCraft II, Heart of the Swarm, preview trailer came out as well, and they introduced three new units for each uh, each faction, all of which will be balanced for PvP, which is going to be, I don't Blizzard, good luck, bros. But yeah, they're going to they're gonna try to do that. Balance is always a tenuous subject with those games, so yeah. it'll be interesting to see how they get that, or mm-hmm. if it makes it into a competitive at all, or that kind of thing, but... They said yeah. they don't have the, uh, they don't really care to make it competitive. It's just supposed to be like a little game within a game within a game. Yeah. So, micromanagement. So, you Koreans, there you go. 
So speaking of companies doing things right, this is kind of this is kind of related. Um, so Blizzard does a lot of things right when it comes to fan service, <laughs> and then doing things wrong. I posted this article from uh, Arsenica earlier today, but I have to just bring it up again. It's not gaming related, but it's about Netflix, and we I think we did we discuss their fuck up once on a podcast. Maybe not. Um, we might a have been quickster. I, f- I feel yeah. like we, yeah, we real quick did, and I just That's have to mention the... that they have lost eight hundred thousand subscribers since their <laughs> since their initial <laughs> fuck up of raising the price and then changing, you know, what the services would be to two different sites, and then since then having gone back on all of that, and they and um, they will now be operating in the red for all of two thousand twelve. Is probably what's about to happen. Dude, if they go out of business, Dude. I'll be so angry. Uh, I, I know. Anything against raising the prices, I would have paid more. Yeah. But splitting the services was the problem. Right. Yeah, that exactly, exactly. And they basically, in a in a letter to their investors, were like, "We just we we fucked up, and we didn't realize people would be so mad about it." And they <laughs> that's basically what it says. And the investors are like, "Okay, well, what does that mean though for us?" And <laughs> so anyway, it's just, oh god, dude, I can't. I think we did touch on this. I do remember talking about this a little bit, but. Like how they're not a gaming company, but mm-hmm. like, can you imagine if Blizzard had done something like that, where like they just raised the prices and were like real aloof about it, like split the service? I don't know. I mean, like that's kind of like they're not in the same arena. Because yeah, it'd be Blizzard's like kind of but... be like if Blizzard raised WoW's monthly yeah, fee exactly, now, like right when they announced this yearly thing, mm, and then yep. they're like, it's going to be uh, nineteen dollars a month now. Yeah, like people would, would oh, out, dude. So <laughs> anyway, I think it just shows how quickly. I think we talked about this before, how quickly you can fall even when you have a great yeah. reputation with a lot of people. And especially yeah. for, like, they had no competition as far as that goes. Like, Netflix, and they still really don't have any true competition, I think, right now. But, like, the fact that, I mean, almost almost a million people were just, like, peace <laughs> that quickly. <laughs> like, how how tenuous the market is if you make a mistake. And But, see, to be fair, Netflix didn't make one mistake. They made, like, five in a row. And then, you know, sent out that email. I, w- I was saying to someone earlier today, this was a couple of weeks ago, I sent out the email basically yeah. saying nothing has changed. We just put everything back the way it was, but it's too late, you know? Yeah. Um, anyway, I was just thinking about that when you were talking about oh, Blizzard and all the all the usual good stuff that they do. Just um, got a tweet from a dude. <laughs> yeah. He's like, be glad you decided not to buy BF3. This is the extent of my experience so far. And it's just a picture of Battlelog, and it just says, sorry, something technical went wrong. <laughs> I posted that during the beta. That, that's pretty much I'm all I got fun. during the beta. Oh, <laughs> but um, the third thing with the news here with uh, Blizzard is yes. Blizzard's Dota. Their um, League of Legends, Here's a New Earth, Demigod, etc., etc., um, Blizzard's Dota was was playable at this, and it's gonna to me now to me this game uh, it's gonna be free to play with uh, it's gonna be a standalone game. It's not gonna be a mod anymore, mm-hmm. but it's gonna be free to play with Heart of the Swarm like when it comes out um, is what they're saying basically. But I personally think that it's gonna be the worst of all those games. Now this is coming from someone who doesn't play those games. But it, the only draw, when I look at the Blizzard version of this, mm-hmm. is that it characters. uses Blizzard characters, mm, that it uses yeah. Blizzard's properties as the the playable characters. For me, though, I mean, if I'm if I'm someone who plays League of Legends hardcore, Heroes of New Earth, there's no reason for me to go play Dota, Blizzard's Dota. Um, I don't know. That's just my <laughs> my opinion, but I just don't see it making any sort of dents. Um, no, I feel, 
don't know. Like with, with Blizzard's Dota, Valve's Dota, League of Legends, and Heroes of New Earth. Like, you have four four games yeah, kind of centered around the same concept. Yeah, but, like, so four main mm-hmm. ones that I can yeah. think of offhand. Um, I mean, how how big is the market for that game? And League of Legends <laughs> has what, like, nine billion players? Yeah, it seems like yeah. if you're playing that, like, that kind of game, you're already playing League of Legends or Heroes of New Earth. I feel like... How you know how how long until the market is just completely saturated with these yeah, Dota type games? And, and Dominion's the first real wrinkle that anyone's put in it. Otherwise, they're all the same tower defense game type. Like, yeah. There's nothing mm-hmm. really. I mean, yes, they all play differently, but they all are the same game essentially. Yeah, I watched the trailer and I was like, all right, you know, it's cool that there's Blizzard yeah, characters, neat. but yeah. Nothing I'll play Valve's version that. if they make it like if all the characters are uh, terrorists and counter-terrorist players, <laughs> and they have like you can use grenades as your attacks and all that kind Alex of stuff. Alex will be around for the big daddies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the Bioshock, <laughs> the Bioshock version. Condition Zero Riot Shield will be in there. <laughs> exactly. Condition Zero Riot Shield guy. It'd be awesome. That I would play. Um, uh, and the final news thing here. Yeah. One thing here. Um, Diablo Three is going to get Team Arena Deathmatch. Which is going to be infinite respawns in a time limit, and you just have to get the most kills. Which I think sounds awesome. Yeah, it does <laughs> it sound. That sounds like, like I can actually get killer. a grip on. And you can actually, yeah. the way it read is you can't change your, uh, can't change your um, spec when you go in your talents, but you can change your, you can go to another character. So if you're like, oh, they got three melee guys, you can switch to like your assassin or whatever, or your um, demon hunter. So you have a ranged person. But you can't switch specs. It's kind of awesome. <laughs> so. Yeah. All right. Nice. And one other thing real quick. I don't know. Did we touch on this? I, I feel like I'm the podcast, now that we're on 15, I feel like we've touched on some of these topics. But the uh, like as far as Blizzard touching the hitting the console market with an RPG here, mm-hmm. like they already have you know such a huge um, following on, on PC. I can't imagine they're not ever going to delve into like well, do you think rumors this... of Diablo port. Yeah, Diablo 3 oh, okay. is going to get ported, I think. And what about Titan? Do you think that they'll make that? Those games are way too large. Yeah, yeah. Plus, like, patches and content updates and stuff. Like, the only way that those are going to work is if you can cross-platform them, and then that makes it nearly impossible to provide yeah. decent service because of the verification process with patches and shit like that. Gotcha. Well, okay. A lot of MMO communities are just built around, you know, the text typing to people whispers and all that i mean the i feel like the ecosystem just doesn't really work on a console yeah it's it's just too hard especially the the patching is exactly the big thing Mm, right because when something breaks on wow if it's critical they will just take everything down and patch it Mm. like they don't let it go if it's like thursday which is not patch day whatsoever they'll just be like well this is super broken so we're gonna either hot fix it or give servers a restart so, and they even implemented like technology where they can just fucking patch shit while you're playing too. So yeah, yeah, and Diablo three will have that, which is amazing. <laughs> so speaking oh, of also, taking, oh sorry, oh, one Go second. Ahead. Diablo three will also have an achievement for killing all the bosses in the game with your fists. So <laughs> I throw that out nice. There. That's extremely difficult wow. for that game. So wow. <laughs> all right, go ahead, Scott. No, I was Lead saying speaking of taking shit down. <laughs> Talking about expectations getting taken down with this. <laughs> this is going to go right into the rant here. Rant of the week! I don't know what we're yelling about! Uh, but, 
oh my god, uh, the Modern Warfare 3 rank system slash dedicated server fiasco. Dan, why don't you share our, our broken hearts? I'm going to start because I am the staunch <laughs> Call of Duty supporter. Yes, you are. <laughs> yes, you are. And, um, I was really looking forward to Modern Warfare 3. As soon as they said dedicated servers, I was sold. Lean or no lean, anything else, <laughs> didn't care. Deddy servers, yeah. it's all I wanted. And we got them. Right. Kinda. Well, kinda. I thought kinda. I thought we got them. Yeah. And then last week they tore my heart out and stomped on it. <laughs> and then made it confused, because now I don't even know what to think. Because there's cryptic tweets coming yeah. I don't even know what's going on in bowling and. <laughs> well, do we want to give the background for people real quick if if they weren't up on that? Well, you guys actually, whoever who did Modern yeah. Warfare Two on PC, because you'll be able to explain this better. I did. I don't even know I what did. it's called. John and Brandon so, both did. So go with. It's P- it's matchmaking just like the console, except there's more NAT issues with it, and there's rampant cheating because Valve's anti-cheat just doesn't work, and there's no admins when it's matchmaking, so you just kind of shit out of luck if you run into a hacker. You could leave the game, which would seem like it would be the logical solution, but then you'll spend 15 minutes trying to get into another one. It, it was uh, a new system, but it, it was it was awful. I mean, I made a I made a commentary this weekend and, and touched on touched on this a bit. Um, Modern Warfare 2 was one of the worst multiplayer experiences I've ever had, because just like John said, you have rampant cheating. I mean, more than like you, you think you've seen cheats in games? No, go play Modern Warfare 2 on the PC. It was literally every two or three games you would join would have at least one cheater because you couldn't do anything about them. Mm. There's no, there's no kicking, there's no banning, there's no, there's no control of any sort. You're just, it's, it's a free for all. So that it was just an awful, awful experience. And then also you have obviously the host advantage. Because it's not it's not hosted on a dedicated right. box, um, just so many things wrong with it. And uh, there there was a um, there was a petition that went up that ended up getting like two hundred thousand signatures on it to to tell them to put dedicated servers in Modern Warfare Two. So I think the message was pretty clear that PC players didn't want that, and uh, I guess Activision doesn't really care about that. That would be what I'm seeing. And then they come out with this tweet the other day, and and they're like, to clarify. Now, that was the words where it was like, okay, all right, so we're going to get clarification and, here. About, and they just made it ten times worse. Yeah, they made it like ten times more confusing. Because then they're like, okay, to, to clarify, unranked dedicated server admins will be able to lock and unlock any weapons or perks, basically, that they want. Now... Then immediately, people <laughs> began asking on the forums, on the, or on the Call of Duty forums and on Twitter, well, does that mean we don't need to rank up? Do we get, like, a separate set of shit for dedicated servers of, like, class setups and stuff? Mm. Nobody knows what it means now, and we're not going to know until the uh, the review copies come out from, right. like, PC Gamer, which is the only one I'm going to really trust. But... <clears throat> I trust them because Deus Ex, or Deus Ex was their number one game of all time. So pretty much everything nice. they yep. say, I believe. Well, plus today, Brandon said this just Every other to, game sucks. To, to, side, <laughs> to side on the PC Gamer thing for a second. Today they put out their uh, not-review of BF3 because they were having so many technical problems getting on servers that they, they did the smart thing. They didn't shit all over the game. They said, we're going to wait until we can actually play it to review it. 
play it correctly. So that's a lot of integrity from that. PC so Gamer PC always Gamer, has been great. Good job. I, yeah, I, subs- I get their, um, their hard copy of their magazine every month, and they're always usually on point. I feel the same way you and John feel like. I always feel like agreeing with them. Like, same thing, game, uh, top games of all time, that whole yeah. issue, uh, everything. Oh, God. Uh, right, I feel like we get too much love in here. we got to get back to ranting. Yeah, know, let me yeah, rant. IGN's fucking horrible. Anyway, there you go. Yeah, fuck <laughs> IGN as well. IGN was the uh, Genesis God. mod part of it. Yeah, because of how bad yeah, it is. Because I was like, IGN is so friggin' terrible. I need to make my own site with people. <laughs> so the, oh, the, thing that, yeah. the thing that I hate the most... When I read this uh, this post from from Robert Bowling, <laughs> is is the air like just the the tone the tone that all of these like all of these things that the game has are features <laughs> like will will we have unique graphic options and he's like yes. yes. You'll have you'll be able to modify depth of field and anti-aliasing, texture resolution, and more. That is not a feature. <laughs> that is part of the game. It's called PC gaming, motherfucker. Game. Sadly, not anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know what also is a feature? An in-game server browser. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Uh, Sorry, but that's never gonna get let go. Yeah, no, that's not that. That, I mean, I don't know how much I'm going to play Battlefield 3 regardless because of Tribes Ascend and Modern Warfare 3, <laughs> but I would probably play it more if I could just load it up and go into a server browser. Yeah, no question, dude. I mean, Battlelog worked fine for me tonight, but that's is, because I proxied are... and got online before everybody else did because I'm an asshole. People have been yelling at me for like my anti-Battlelog thing. It really does bother me so much that I didn't buy the game. That's how much it bothers me. Well, in the, in, in the reviews, <laughs> it was pretty mixed. I mean, like I think the IGN review, um, they they praised it, and then uh, one of the other ones, they you know they uh, mentioned that it was a that it was quite a hassle, you know, that they didn't really care for it. So IGN it definitely board. seems like people are split on that. But but to be fair though, I like I would rather. If if I had to take uh, no in-game server browser and like have battle log versus not having graphics options, I feel like those are on a completely different scale. Yeah, because at least yeah. I feel they're still trying to improve the game. Even if we don't think it's an improvement, they're still. I mean, they're trying to push technology forward. Not having a server browser like in a website is is technically mm-hmm. pretty impressive. Even if I don't like it that much, not yeah. having graphics options and this stuff that that. Uh, Infinity Ward is pulling is just I feel like it's just lazy trying to call everything a feature. It's the tone, dude. It's the yeah, tone. exactly. Yeah. It's the tone. And like we're like we're not smart enough to yeah. to know that that's just normal stuff that is in a PC game. <laughs> this, this yeah, but this Call of Duty franchise mm-hmm. in particular since Modern Warfare, yeah, I remember this for COD for COD Four. They think their they, shit don't stink. My they have every single time been like. Multiplayer is free. That's <laughs> yeah, how that they phrase it. Right. Call of Duty has done that since Modern Warfare. And it's like, well, no shit it's free because it came with the game. It's not a feature, you dumb shit. Nobody <laughs> bought your game to play That's what we're paying for. Right. Nobody bought your game to play What, I bought your game for a seven-hour campaign? I paid $60? Michael Are you kidding Bay me? Production. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I agree. No, I, play, I, I paid $60 to play 400 hours of multiplayer. That's what I paid. <laughs> Yep. Not like, I mean, it's absolutely. They're the only people who phrase it that way. By the way, with multiplayer, and it's Activision. You're a bunch of dicks. Okay. Tell me. Quit tell it. me how much. Tell me how much this sentence uh, incenses you, like it does <laughs> me. Um, 
we value the PC player and have gone to great lengths in providing a more rich experience for our players. Um, let's see. The big feature for Modern Warfare 3 we are supporting is dedicated servers. This includes a server browser, voting, Archon, and more. That's their big feature. They think that is their big feature for Modern Warfare 3. Oh, my God. How do you, how do you go into work every day and actually like, have that <laughs> attitude? Like, the big feature for our game is that we're going to have the same server model that's been in every first-person shooter since the dawn of time. It's... To be fair, though, I'll play devil's advocate and say to be fair, like in the back in the in the in the background, like how like we don't know how hard they had to fight for that. Like on on the outside, it could seem like okay, yeah, like every like you said, every game, every multiplayer shooter in you know modern what? history. But like if there was like two or three people that were like. Activision was like, nope, don't even don't even bother, and they just fought and fought and fought. I well, could no, see that I, being a victory. See, but... Scott, I don't have a problem with that though. Like, even if they had to fight for it, right? I I don't like the matchmaking model, but if that's what they want to do, fine. What I right. don't care for is the fact that they've been screaming that we will have dedicated servers. Mm-hmm. They never yeah, said true. that it's going to be like a hybrid model, mm-hmm. you know, that we're going to have dedicated for unranked. You know they've known that for a while now. Right. But they've still been they've still been garnering all that good press because they're <laughs> going to have dedicated servers. That's what I don't like is that it's it's kind of a lie by omission. Yep. And yeah. and my initial thought when they announced that they were going to have both, I was like, "Oh, well that's fine." And in my head, I wasn't thinking about IWnet at all or like host or anything in my head i was like because i wish games pc games had, had a party system a party system right. yeah so i was like when i first saw it and then john quickly tweeted at me <laughs> to tell me what the ranked and unranked things i just that just didn't cross my mind at all and then uh i looked at it <laughs> and i was like oh that's awesome i can party up with people and we can just stomp people and it's going to be fun you know it'll all be on you know a set of dedicated servers and that's great um now, to be slightly fair to Infinity Ward in this, we actually don't know how the system's going to work for this. I, I have think heard, we have a pretty good idea. I've, I've heard it's a totally different revamp system. Bowling usually talks to me, and he hasn't been talking to me about this shit, so that kind of scares me. <laughs> he's hiding. He's like, yeah, he's hiding. He doesn't want to deal with it. I don't know how you could revamp it. Like, there's there's no way to revamp matchmaking. Well, they do do dedicated, it is what it is. Yeah, but they do do dedicated servers... For console now matchmaking, so. But you know that if they were doing that, they would have mentioned it in this press release because they true. knew the onslaught yeah. of bad press. I can't imagine they wouldn't mention that if they knew that. If they, mm. if matchmaking was going to include dedicated servers, you know they would have put it in that post. I don't know. They're kind of retarded. <laughs> yeah, man, this could know, be a Netflix maybe. issue. This could be a yeah, Netflix. This could fuck be a Netflix up. thing. They're going to spin off the uh, unranked and ranked into Quickster. And, uh, <laughs> Dude, that's gonna be the new thing. It's gonna be. It's like, did you just Netflix the shit out of that? Oh my god, yeah. that's horrible. Yeah. You can't do that. <laughs> Actually, Dan, what you were just saying about the the party system, yeah. um, as as much as as battle log is kind of a hassle, yes, yes, yes. using it tonight, they they actually have kind of implemented a party system for dedicated servers, which which is great too. Yeah, I think that. I mean, that's that's a natural evolution forward is is melding kind of the matchmaking stuff with your friends, mm-hmm. with being able to join a dedicated server. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. That that's about all we can really say about it. I'm still buying the game, 
so I'll let you guys know how it is. Yeah, and, let me know. Uh, <laughs> so, it is not my most look forward to, but I am still looking forward to it more than Battlefield 3. But that is my extreme <clears> hatred. Tribes Ascend. Everything CSGO. else will be obsolete. CSGO and Tribes Ascenders, the ones I'm really looking for. So... <clears throat> Um, okay, well, let's get into... Well, we took quite a bit of time on that, which is good, though. I thought it was a good discussion. Let's go into the roundtable. It's time for the KB Mod Roundtable. Get ready to discuss a topic. <laughs> Tonight, and we're going to actually... The topic uh, we're going to talk about is piracy, and gaming piracy... I guess we could talk about music things piracy. Things that tie too. into that. Yes, things that tie into piracy and kind of our opinions on piracy, where we stand on it. Um, yeah, so that's the... Well, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll lead off because I you think kind of the, yeah. the, uh, the background for sort of this discussion was an article we posted today. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we're recording on Monday, so it posted, I guess, yeah, it posted Monday. But... Yeah. Um, <laughs> But it's about uh, Gabe Newell doing kind of a, I guess it was at a conference, giving some comments about uh, Valve and kind of the price experiments they do and the sales and things. Mm-hmm. And uh, and the article is definitely worth a read, uh, maybe before you listen to this part of the podcast. But he goes, he talks about piracy and then talks about free to play, and it was really interesting because he. So when Valve went into, or when Steam went into the Russian market, everyone was like, that's not going to work. You know, you can't, there's too much piracy in Russia. That's a stupid <laughs> idea. Yep. And, and it then, is known for that, to be fair. Yeah, I mean, so. they're, you know, they're known for a lot of piracy there. But then uh, Gabe goes on to say that their Russian market is now one of their largest European markets. It is the largest European market, he says. Like second second largest behind Germany, the second but largest? we said. No, okay. Yeah. yeah. Still, that beats out the UK. And like... Yeah, in, in <laughs> yeah. terms of dollars, Russia is now there's like their second largest European market. That's that's pretty incredible, uh, given I mean given the amount of piracy that does take place there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the thing is, the reason he mentions as well as well one of them is something that gamers I think anyway have been saying for a while is that things that encourage piracy, such as what what a lot of game companies do is wait six months to put anything out in Russia because, you know, they think it's going to get pirated, and all that does is make the guys in Russia pirate the game from somewhere else Earlier. so they can play it when it's out. And the other thing that is kind of, in a way, DRM, which is also a thing that has, in my opinion, hurt things and caused more piracy than it's ever, you know, prevented. Well, I think when you when you look at Steam, like Steam is the perfect example for how to stem piracy, because you've got people like look at the the Grand Theft Auto sale over mm-hmm. the past few days. How many people probably would have pirated Grand Theft Auto maybe just to try those texture mods out or just mess around with it? Yep. You know, people people aren't going to buy that game anymore, but they'll you know they'll pirate it and play around with it. But but when you put it on sale. You know, for like twelve dollars for the whole collection. <laughs> yep. You, people are gonna people are gonna buy it because it's so much easier to drop yep. a couple bucks on each game than it is to try and find a torrent of it or you know just do do mess with any of that. It makes it so much easier, and that's what he's saying is that if as long as you just give them the service, make it easy for them, and make it make the value of spending that money 
yep. higher than the value of trying to pirate it and going through that amount of effort. Yeah, they they had a figure in here which is just staggering, and uh, the guy Gabe was talking to was like almost fell out of his chair because he was <laughs> like he was from uh, former uh, Microsoft Games head, the guy who was on the stage with him, and uh, this was all impromptu by the way. Gabe like went on this kind of little tangent, but uh, he said basically. He they put a game sale out on sale and then they promoted it. You know, like you'll see the pop up when you open Steam for certain sales, and they reduced the price by seventy five percent. Yet what that did was made gross revenue from that game go up by four thousand <laughs> percent. So yeah, but you got to think like what Brandon's talking about that Grand Theft Auto. Now I did manage to to not buy it, but like I looked at that because I was like. Well, in my head, I was like, well, Modern Warfare 3 is coming out, Skyrim's coming out, BF3 is coming out, you know, all these games, Tribes Ascend Beta. I was like, I'm not going to have time to touch these at all. So I did the frugal thing, even though it was only 12 bucks, and didn't buy it. But in my head, I was like, I'm just going to buy this for the fuck of it. It's $12, and I get yep. seven games. And I've never played, like, San Andreas, so I was like, well, maybe I'll just get it to get it. <laughs> so, like, and that's what happens on, and you guys can attest, all attest to this. The Christmas and summer sale, oh, man. Oh, God. Rich, Unbelievable. You just, you just see, you're just like, oh, that's $2. <laughs> I'm just going to buy it. Yep. Like, I may never touch this, but mm-hmm. I'm going to buy it. So, I think, like, the, the games, you know, there's a lot of games that I think people will people will pirate just because maybe they, they want to try it out. Or maybe, uh, like, games that don't have a multiplayer component. I would definitely expect probably to see higher piracy with those types of games. Right. That's that's where I think uh, Gabe's argument rings so true is that just make it easy for them to get it. Like if you you know put it on sale, make it easy to download and all that. That's how you get rid of piracy because like if you see it in a summer sale, you're gonna pick it up for five dollars. And whereas maybe before you weren't really that interested in it, and so you would have maybe pirated it. But sure, you'll drop five dollars on it so that you don't have to go through that hassle. Right. Yep. Exactly. And I, I don't know. Like uh, we were talking about this before the podcast. Uh, the game Prune, which was, I believe, is how you pronounce it, but it's like kind of a racing, audio surfy type game. One dude coded it, put it out there, and he put it out with the uh, the model. And this is the pricing models. Gabe also talks about the pricing models. How they do experiments. They just, you know, throw just stuff on the wall and. See you see if it sticks, you know, and they do it all the time. He said so, uh, but basically, Prune was a it's an indie game. One developer, he put it out with the pay what you want model, not mm-hmm. free to pay. Although you know you could just download it if you wanted, I, I believe. But what he saw was that he ended up making like twenty five grand off it, which for one guy just doing a game in his spare time, not right. a bad chunk of <laughs> chunk of change. He said it would average the people that did pay paid about five dollars each, and he was like, that's fine. But what we also noticed was that because it wasn't marketed as free, even though you could have paid a penny, <laughs> it was on pirate sites, and it, it got pirated four times as much as it sold. <laughs> this is a game you could have paid a penny for. Yep. So it is all about packaging as well, as you were saying in presentation. It's like the psychology of it, really. Yeah. yeah. When they, uh, and he talks about that in here. I'll read part of the quote here. Uh, Valve, you know, when they made uh, TF2 free to play, they said, we're not only going to signal that the game is free, but we're going to phrase it, we're going to say, it's free to play. 
which is not really a pricing signal, even though that's what you would ordinarily think it is. <clears throat> and their user base for TF2 increased by five times. Five <laughs> times as many people played it. Yep. And he said that there was a thing, uh, he said, we made many products available for free on numerous occasions, but it didn't significantly impact the audience size. So just making a game free didn't matter. But when you said this game is free and you to play, you can play it for free. <laughs> people yeah. like somehow in your head, you know, trigger you something. Oh. Yeah, well, I think like it. It seems I think it triggers um, sort of an implication that like there will be mm-hmm. support for it. It's not just a free right. game that's just out there and it's whatever. It's free to play, which I guess kind of in your mind you think, oh, so there's like there's I can play it for free. But then there's going to be more support and like more stuff coming. Um, I thought the incredible thing about about what he said there, I mean, T- TF2 getting uh, five times as many people yeah. uh, in its user base is, is pretty remarkable. But uh, I think the more impressive thing is that he said they have a 20 to 30 percent conversion rate on people playing for free um, and then buying something. 20 mm-hmm. to 30 percent of people spending something on TF2. That that is just like that's unheard of. Yeah, I mean, a lot of it is about how you implement the model, and they did it really well. Um, people don't. There is the whole crafting system and all that in TF2, but that takes time and effort. If I can just go buy the gun for two bucks, right? Why don't I just buy the gun for two bucks? Especially if you like, like, if you're comfortable with a weapon in an FPS, you may want to use it, you know. And now you have like uh, they did the thing with the Manco store now, where you can try a weapon out for like a week, hmm. and for free. To see if you like it, and then if you like it, you you can buy it. Like it'll just go away. It'll be out of your inventory after those days, and you have to go buy it. But you can try it out. So it's like uh, John and Brandon. I remember saying with the Quake rocket launcher, you were like, "This just feels better." So if yeah. someone like feels better with that weapon, then they'll go buy it probably. Especially with this now. I mean, I feel like if people are going to try a weapon out in TF2 and enjoy it, they're probably going to be like, "Yeah, it's two dollars." It's like you know, a bag of chips. Like, yeah, I mean, exactly. I'm eating a bag of chips right now. <laughs> <laughs> They're flaming hot munchies. It, co- it comes back, like you said, exactly to the accessibility aspect. Like, um, if you make it easy for the, I mean, because I, I just think about we're talking about our own buying habits. It's exactly what you're describing is exactly what gets me every time. Yeah. It's like, okay, I could go torrent this game and then go through the patch and install pro. You know what I mean? If it's not, right. might not be that easy to set up to get work. And so if it's multiplayer, forget it. Um, yeah. Like you said, single player for sure. Um, but if you're gonna dangle a fort, you know, a twelve dollar every GTA game in the series, I mean, yeah, it's like it's I'm too good. It's, that, you know? it's like yep. If it's, you wanted to ever tar- try those games yep. and you hadn't played one ever, but you'd heard, oh, it's like a big open world and I can blow shit up, fuck it, dude. Twelve bucks, you can play all of them. <laughs> exactly. I mean, like, a perfect example of this is I bought Kane and Lynch 1 and 2. The first yeah. one got okay reviews. The second one got horrible reviews, and I knew it. But it didn't matter because the, it was like $2. It was like two ninety nine for both games. So I was like, I don't care. Like, I'll, I'll take both of them. Um, so, yeah, just another example. Like, I would never even think about pirating that game, but I would never think of buying that game until Steam Summer sale. So, and, yeah. I, I think to, like, to meld the, these two discussions together, the, yeah. I think the piracy and kind of yeah. the, uh, upcoming free to play trend that we're seeing, yeah. uh, I think they're related because mm. <clears throat> the free to play, I think, kind of combines the best of both worlds where, 
there's there's very low barrier to entry for people that can't afford to buy games. Um, but for people for people that do want to spend money, it's kind of like a fast pass. Um, mm-hmm. And so the people that don't want to spend money on it will just play to earn what they want. And then the people that that don't you know don't have the time or whatever, they'll spend money on it. So you don't ever have to worry about piracy because you have kind of the the uh, rewards through play and then also rewards through buying. And as long as you implement it right, those can coexist really nicely. Yeah, yeah, it's it's implementation is going to be the big thing with this trend, and it really is a trend now, which is a good thing for PC gaming. Apparently, it's really buffeting the whole market. This free to play stuff, um, especially shit as sad as it sounds, as like Farmville, like <laughs> yeah, the way that Farmville has implemented their stuff. I mean, people, it's like crack, man. Like I've never played it on Facebook, but. Like though with the numbers they're seeing, it's ridiculous, <laughs> and you see more and more games going it and and I think it's great because now you don't have to sit there and worry about a purchase either, like yep, global exactly. agenda There's for no instance. buyer's remorse, yeah, yep. I'd have never tried global agenda if it hadn't gone free to play, and you know I'm not playing it every day or anything, but it's fun game, it's well made, and now it's free, so <laughs> like if you haven't tried an m m o it's a good one to try it's free go with it you know and i think i think the best part of it is that it grows the the audience that you're reaching by i mean it's i don't know what what the factor would be but it's got to be huge i mean tf2 it grew by five times as many players and tf2 already had a really large player base that's the crazy thing is that team fortress 2 is a very well established game that a lot of people have already bought and they managed to <laughs> increase by a factor of five. Yeah. So you're talking about like the Farmville games and stuff, which you know, which we think are kind of dumb and wouldn't spend time on. But it's the people that play Farmville may also try out a Tribes Ascend or a League of Legends or something because there's no barrier to entry. It's like, oh sure, I'll, I'll download it and give this a try. And then all of a sudden, you've you've hooked someone into your game that traditionally never would have bought, you know, a fifty dollar game. Right. Exactly. And um. I don't know if this is kind of a wrap-up or something, but uh, how do you guys feel about, because we haven't really touched about how do you feel about piracy? Like, what, are you for it or are you against it? <laughs> Just kind of flat-out question there, I guess. Or does it depend? Um, depends on so what kind of piracy. So you're not going to get arrested. So you can <laughs> <laughs> it depends on what form of fire- piracy. Like, I am fully supportive of Alter IWNet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. If, if somebody releases a half-assed piece of shit product, like... Like they did for Modern Steals Warfare 2. Eat my shit. I'm going to play it anyway, and I'm going to play it how I want to play it because that's what I'm paying for. But in your case, I didn't pay anything because you're dumb. Whose yep. fault Whose fault is it that I would rather go and pirate a game than buy it? Right. I would like exactly. to give people my money. If you deserve my money, you're going to get it. But you give me a piece of shit, yep. I'm going to give you shit, which is nothing. And then I'm going to go steal your game, and I'm going to play it, and I'm going to have fun while your studio probably get shut down if you're not somebody huge like infinity ward yep and and for me that's i am actually very staunchly against piracy because and mainly for the sake of pc gaming really because that's been the big argument which i think is and gabe newell has pointed out as well as kind of a bullshit argument but that's why a lot of these companies um we've talked about you know ease of development before but a lot of these companies have pointed out that it's harder to pirate for console (laughs) 
And that's a lot of the reason. And then you have companies like Ubisoft that are just dumb as bricks and just don't understand anything. <laughs> oh, at all. it's been a while since we shit on you, Ubisoft. We just, what a bunch I was, of fucking I was, failures. I was going to throw an Ubisoft reference in there because we couldn't get past this. Well, what's funny with them is that when they, whenever they come out with a game, uh, you know hackers are like, yes. Yep. Yes, yeah, we're like to test challenge. our metal against this <laughs> new DRM and we will break it. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> and you will all have Assassin's Creed for free. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but like, I'm yeah. For me, I'm really against it. Like, there was a guy I was telling you guys. There was a guy in my um, and guy. If you're listening, fuck you, guy. <laughs> because on my hard reset, hard reset is made by a small studio. They built their engine from scratch. It's a great game. game. Looks amazing. Dude. It looks fantastic. Yeah. It's twenty nine dollars. Okay, and you're probably gonna get ten hours out of it, especially if you try it on ultra or something or hard. Dif- you know, the hardest difficulty. It's difficult anyway. Um, and he's like, oh, man, this game looks really good. It reminds me of blah, 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 blah. Time to go to Pirate Bay. And I was just like, dude, if you pirate a $29 game, kill yourself. Seriously, <laughs> just kill yourself because you are worthless and you are part of the problem. I don't, I don't see his piracy as big of an issue as the companies do, but I still see where they're. that's what they point out. So if that's right. their mindset, that needs to stop in order for us to get better stuff, <laughs> essentially, and less DRM, you know? And Hard Reset, those guys, the developer of that game, came out and said, I am, I hate playing games with DRM, so there will be no DRM on my game. He came out and said that. So right. when you see a guy develop exclusively for your platform... <laughs> and then you still him. steal his game. Yeah, dude, fuck you. Heartless. <laughs> Fuck you, guy, on my video. <laughs> you want to yeah, go get his I, username real quick? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Don't. Yeah, I, uh, I, I'm, I'm definitely with you, Dan. I, like, I'm definitely against it. Uh, when we were talking about this a little earlier, we were saying, like, have we, you know, have we ever pirated a game or something? I, I don't, I actually don't know that I've ever pirated a game. Um, but luckily, I've, you know, I've been in the fortunate position that I can buy the games that I want. Uh, so I'm not going to, uh, you know, to look down upon someone who maybe doesn't have the money right. and wants to buy a game, um, you know, moral, whatever your your moral outlook on that is, is whatever. But, you know, there are some people that do want to play games and can't afford it. And, and you know, if you want to pirate it, that that's your business. If, if, it, if you weren't going to buy the game anyway, it's not, you know, it's not a lost sale. Um, right. So that kind of stuff gets complicated. But I think when when you're talking about PC gaming, that's that's the number one thing that developers cite if they're either going to focus on consoles, you know, exclusively or do console porting or that kind of stuff. That's always the number one reason is that mm-hmm. is because of the piracy and then our audience is the PC audience is already smaller. So, I think that's why we've seen so many companies shift to doing console ports because you know, when they're doing their projections, they've got to account for piracy somehow and Unfortunately, we end up being the ones that lose out. So Brandon yeah, yelled at me because I stole Display Fusion yesterday to try it. It'll make you feel better that I bought it today, Brandon. <laughs> it does make you feel better. You got you got to support See, the people. See, that's the other thing about piracy, though. Not even I, buy, I, I pirated Dead Space Two uh, when it first came out because I never played the first one, and then I bought it. Like, yep. And then Alex gave me a second copy because my Steam version doesn't work. So now I have two copies of Dead Space Two because the Steam version just doesn't work and it doesn't say I own it anymore. <laughs> but it's a good game, so I would have bought it twice. Yeah, yeah piracy gets into a lot of gray areas morally I, with people too. 
I mean, totally agree with what John was saying earlier. Like to me, like I I I agree too. Same thing. I don't think I've ever pirated uh, a game minus like kind of the ultra IW stuff, I and mean, that was in the gray I used area to where I don't the think that's... NHL games like mad for <laughs> PC when they were on PC because yeah. I saw no reason I should be paying sixty dollars a year. But dude, it's in the game. If it's in the game, it's in the game. Dan. Fuck you, EA, as well. <laughs> Yeah, while we're while we're handing out fuck yous handily, fuck you, EA. <laughs> no, um, but yeah, like if you exactly like with Modern Warfare Two would be a perfect example. If you release a horrible fucking game, um, you know I pay I pay the money for it, or I hear that people are paying the money for it and getting ripped off. I am going to and and I want to play the game if it's heavily altered and I mean a lot of work. Let's face it, like how much fucking man hours and work went into Alter IW. I mean, I can't even yeah. fathom. Still I mean, that's... They patch it yeah, they day. patch it all they're the time. They're working on new maps yeah. for that. <laughs> and they're not making it shit. Exactly. They're doing it because they love it. So I I totally I totally agree in that sense. Um, it kind of like there is a there is a Robin Hood uh, clause in my piracy <laughs> thing where <laughs> yeah. it's like if you are going to fuck over the consumer, then in certain instances I totally agree that, you know, Alter IW and stuff like that should exist. To, to All keep... Ubisoft titles should be pirated. <laughs> yeah, I have no problem with that because, yeah. oh man, we're never gonna get anywhere. They from just Ubisoft don't get it. Man. They just don't no, get it. They're dumb. And as a perfect example, Fuzzy Otterball, Fuzzy Otterballs left the company, so you know they're really fucking. He was like, "That's not why I left." <laughs> <laughs> I asked him if there was DRM yeah. keeping in his office. When he <laughs> I saw that tweet. Oh, I think uh, if if you are gonna pirate games. If you play one that you end up really enjoying, just buy it. Yeah. I mean, like the, it, 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 yeah, you can still you can still make up for your karma loss if you buy <laughs> the game after the fact. I always, whenever I would pirate back in the day, like in college when I didn't have much money, um, there was always something wrong. You know, like after mm-hmm. I would patch it or yeah. like it would crash at like a certain spot, and then I would just be like, oh fuck, why didn't I just buy this? Guess what? There's no support, like, bros. If you pirate the game and yeah. it doesn't work, <laughs> like why didn't I just buy this? It would have been better and. But um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it was good. It's a good discussion. That's good. Yeah. All right. So uh, I think we can all conclu- just fuck Ubisoft. That's a pretty Ubisoft. hot topic. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Seriously though, Ubisoft, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> you really you're are. Worst. <laughs> oh man, that feels good. It's been a long time. It does I mean, feel good. <laughs> for like four weeks in a row on the podcast earlier, I think we talked about how bad uh, Ubisoft was. So it feels good to get back to that. Um, yeah. From right. dust came out. Oh yeah, exactly. All right, the Twitter Q and A. Let's get into that. And now it's time for Twitter questions with the KB Mod Podcast. Hey. Here, uh, then we'll close out. We got out. a lot of quick ones. Yeah, what's our time looking like? What's we're, our time? We got about. I'd say we got about fifteen minutes. We can work with here. Here we go. For bros who played WoW and may remember this, what this is from Lol Joe. It's uh, what was your best or favorite quest line in WoW? And I know mine right away. It's the Hunter Epic Bow quest, which it can't be done anymore because Anixia doesn't exist. Oh, yeah. So, um, mm. but that... Wrath, is the... Wrathgate, probably? Ooh, that's a good one as well. Wrathgate's good. That's this is a... favorite or worst? This is favorite, right? You just Favorite said... or, you know, best favorite, yeah. My most memorable for me when I was a, a human warrior was killing these annoying-ass mechanical scarecrows. In fucking um, Westfall. 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 That was the worst. That was one of the most <laughs> annoying quest quests in the world. They make it annoying noises and like, and then they smoke. You guys know what I'm talking about. God, that was horrible. I do know what you're talking about. 
John came with his fucking flying mount and stuff, and I remember I think that's when he gave me like a bunch of gold in Westfall. So that would that's what made it a little better. But gold that you still have on your character, <laughs> I do. You better reactivate your account and get that back. Thanks. Yeah, I should do that. I forgot about that. All right, we're going to continue with the WoW theme here from Mr. Xbups, our, our bro Drew. Uh, if you could remake one old world dungeon into a heroic, what would it be? And I know this one right away, too. UBRS. UBRS heroic would be hilarious, and it should be a 15-man raid for no reason. Yeah, because he used to do it with, like, 40 people and shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's why. That, that shit was epic, dude. I want to kite Dracoseth again. I was going to say, yeah, I would say UBRS just because I want to see how the Dracoseth would work. <laughs> you guys are oh, over man. my head. I don't, I don't... What level were, was that? Um, That's like... Uh, yeah, level 60. 60? Yeah. yeah. It, was a, it was a classic dungeon, but it was like... It was... What happened was, is WoW originally had a level 40 cap, and the Scarlet right. Monastery ones were the end. And then it went up, and then uh, Blackrock... Blackrock Depths, which is like nine hours long at level, mm. <laughs> uh, was like kind of the end game. And you could raid it with ten people originally. And then uh, UBRS came out, and it was a 15-man raid, but it was like a five-man. So, mm. like, mm. like, but it was really long, too. But it was just so... That's where you used to take people when they applied to your guild. You would take them through UBRS to see... See how they did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, that's that's where uh, Leroy Jenkins took place. It's Leroy Jenkins. Ah, uh, okay. All right. Yep, nice. popped all the eggs, that fucker. <laughs> Still like the most viewed gaming video on YouTube. Yep, yep. <laughs> that's why it's we got... can't have nice things. Exactly. <laughs> all right, and this next one's another. I got lots of quick ones here. I did that on purpose because I thought the uh, the discussions would take up a lot, and they did. Yeah. Uh, what virus software do you guys use? Microsoft, Microsoft Security Essentials. Essentials. Boom! Yeah, all four of us. You guys have yep. converted me as well. That's it. If yep. you pay, if you pay for antivirus on your well, home computer, yeah, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> yep, yeah, exactly. Sorry. And Microsoft Security Essentials. I thought it was a joke when I read it. But <laughs> it's not. It's yeah, not exactly. intrusive at all. I don't even know it's running 90% of the Dude, time. Like you, you said, Dan, scan to utilize like 5% CPU, so you could scan when you're doing whatever you want, yep. and you don't notice it at all. It is so boss. I, I never get pop-ups. It updates. It scans overnight. Like you said, Dan, I don't even know it's here. Yeah. I uh, I went and installed that in all my uh like on my parents' computers, my brothers. And I tend not to do computers. activities that get me, such as pirating games, That's true. viruses. Um, so you know it hasn't really warned me of anything, but I highly doubt the bestiality porn you've been getting into though does. Well, yeah, is a little hairy. <laughs> the goat sites tend to be pun intended. Really just <laughs> yeah, full of stuff. And yeah. M16's overpowered in BF3. <laughs> what are you raping with it? You no, I'm getting anything? raped. Uh, <laughs> Microsoft Security Essentials is not going to solve that. <laughs> yeah, you know what? It does. It, open up good. a Security Essentials. See what it does with that nerfing. Quick scan <laughs> your BF3 folder. Catalogs of virus. It has a button actually in the program that says Nerf M16 in Battlefield 3. <laughs> All right. Patched in today. All right. Now we have a – this is from Joe Swagwalker, and this is a – this is a tough what question. A Would you rather get punched in the dick by Muhammad Ali in his prime <laughs> or or have sex with Snooky? Uh, have sex with Snooky? Yeah. I'm going to go with Snooky as not well. That at least that was Snooki. At least you're getting a nut. Yeah. At least the pain isn't all up front with that one. Yeah. <laughs> totally It's agree. just that herpes trip to the doctor. Now, later. if he had said have sex with Snooky with no protection, 
Oh, that's that, true. He didn't stick. He didn't say that, so you might, you know, who knows what you're going to catch. So that would make it a little more dangerous, but I should probably still still go with that. <laughs> All right, another quick one. As I said, these are going to be going through. How does the bro pile take their coffee? And that's from Zulu Fox 1911. I'm allergic to caffeine. Oh well, yeah, John's in that. But I I like my coffee like I uh, like my woman covered in bees. <laughs> <laughs> God, uh, I like my coffee. Uh, I like it black. I like so it like a straight man black. black. Yeah, I don't. Yep. I don't want cream or sugar in it. So. Actually, really, the only way I'll drink coffee is like with with a lot of cream and sugar. Like it's more than vagina. More than most people think is is adequate. But I don't I drink it all that do much. Do espresso most of the time. It's bad. I'm telling you, dude. Coffee's best when it's covered with bees. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Um, I actually, I'm a big, I, I, I'm not a big hot coffee drinker, but I like iced coffee a lot. But I'll drink yeah. straight black Fuck iced coffee. Pussy. No. <laughs> the heat is is, is the determinant. Yeah, you don't want a hot drink. Well, the bees will cool it down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is another probably quick one. What game, and this doesn't specify PC or console, and we may have answered this somewhat before, but we'll ask again. This is from Voltages. Uh, what game in your whole gaming career have you put the most hours into? World of Warcraft. World of Warcraft. Yeah, World of Warcraft. Yeah, well, I don't know, actually, World of, like, World of Warcraft probably the most, but Star Wars Galaxies got up there for a while. I remember on X-Fire at some point, World of Warcraft had... It was absurd. My slash played on World of Warcraft made me shed hours? a tear. Can you guys recall? Like, <sighs> I mean, you're not Man, now, okay. But... If I logged into my Hunter right now... Yeah. <laughs> You'd have 200 days from one year due to six hours of PvP grinding, or six, yeah. six months of PvP <laughs> yeah. grinding. Wow. Now, one time, at one point, my hunter was online 24 hours a day for two months. No joke. Wow. Because John would play him when I was asleep. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. And, uh, and you know how I stayed up during that? Coffee covered in bees. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually oh going my to my hunter right now. I don't even know what realm he's on. <laughs> I gotta shut, yeah. Cause I really wanna see this actually. There he is, he has no gear on. Which is interesting. <clears throat> Probably after I got hacked. I have know. 70, I have, actually it's not as many as I thought, I have 70 days played in Counter Strike equivalent. Six, wow. 1,679 hours in Source. Yeah, this is gonna be disgusting, my hunter. <clears throat> if you added all my characters together, it's thousands and thousands and thousands. <laughs> Yeah, I remember on my Rogue several years ago, I looked and it was like 180 played. Wow. And that was for a single right. character. This is from my, this was at one point my most played character. I think it probably still is. Total time played on my Hunter, 149 days. Wow. <laughs> That's one character. I love these, I love these Call of Duty console kids that are like, oh my god, I have 10 days played. I have 20 days played in the game. It's like, get real. Yeah, you don't you don't know dedication until you played <laughs> no. World of War. Outside of WoW, though, it's uh, Final Fantasy VII. Mm. I maxed out the 99-hour counter a few times on that wow. game. Wow. But, nice. uh, all right, here's another question. Someone else answer this first. Uh, if you had to pick one retro game to play for the rest of your life, what would it be? I think John's answer is pretty obvious on this one. <laughs> Wait, what qualifies as retro? Well, I mean, not current. Do sex definitely would uh, okay. for John. So, <laughs> Jedi Power Battles on PlayStation One for the rest. <laughs> oh of Oh my, my god, life. this is so sad. <clears throat> my rogue has more days than my hunter. 
Wow. Yeah. One. What is it? What is your one fifty one for my wow, road? Wow, dude. And those are those are ahead by like a massive amount. I know that for sure because those were my two like main characters. So. Yeah. No. What was what was the question? My internet must have, like cut out. Oh, the newest question. Oh, yeah. what, what if you had to pick one retro game to play for the rest of your life? Pretty sure yours is going to be. Deus Six. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I would go with Enemy Territory, and this is saying it still. Oh yeah, play. yeah. No, I changed my answer. I would actually, I would go with ET as well. <laughs> so, um, yep, that's nice. that my choice. And then uh, Jedi Power Battle. <laughs> over and over, killing Darth Maul be, with that blaster. Darth Maul. Every time, every day. I still dream about that. All right, this one's this one's <clears throat> for us. All right, you have to you have to pick two people. Okay. Who would you want to be in a human centipede with? <laughs> oh man, two people. Any this can be anyone in the world, right? Too. So this may not be someone. Either uh, you want companionship for people you like. Or you're like, I don't like these people, so I'm going to shit in their mouths. Mm. It's your other option. In that case, um, I Justine right behind me, and then <laughs> Brittany Louise Taylor behind me. That's my answer. That's my answer, Scott. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I'm the front, then absolutely. I, I too, would put I Justine behind me. <laughs> nice. But I would have fuzzy otter balls behind me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, God. It's oh, a strong question. I'd love to make him have sex with her. <laughs> why? Why power? Who do I really hate? <laughs> trying to think. Well, I Justine would be up there because, yep. good Lord, she's just pretty universally panned on this podcast. Yep. Um, it sucks that she lives lives near us. Yep. I wonder how much uh, time plays she has on Portal Two. <laughs> Probably uh, more than eight hours for the for the campaign. <laughs> She's 150 <clears throat> on the first. She'd fucking be in there, and uh, the dude CEO of Ubisoft. He's third. Who would be the second one? Uh, I Justine. Oh, oh okay. Both yeah. shitting into the CEO of Ubisoft. <laughs> How do you like your DRM now? Nice. No DRM can stop this. <laughs> it's going right in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. All right, and. The final question, which I have a different answer, maybe. This will be the final question. Modern Warfare 3 or Battlefield 3, with all this advertising and pitting them against each other, even though they have no place against each other, really, which one will last longer? Modern Warfare 3 will last until the next Call of Duty, and Battlefield 3 will last until the next Battlefield, (laughs) which will be a lot longer of a time frame. So I'm going to go with Counter-Strike Source. <laughs> Strong Bio- Bioshock, Bioshock, competitive <laughs> Bioshock scene. God, what a what a thriving scene! Did you, did you watch the guys watch the ES the uh, WC finals for that? Ooh, dude, I was at MLG legit shit right there. Ken Jeez. Levine won won the entire tournament. Shocking, <laughs> shockingly, Ken Levine. Uh, um, no, but a serious answer is um. Call of Duty. I think. No, Battlefield, Battlefield 3 is going to no. last longer. It's If you have to pick one, it's going to be Battlefield 3 because Battlefield 4 isn't going to be out for yeah, a Yeah, you're right. Okay. So, yeah, your argument well, is Duty until kills next their Call own of Duty. Games. Yeah, they do. You're, so, right. you're right on the development cycle, yeah. For sure. Um, like, you ever think anyone's going to play Black Ops again after this? No. 
<laughs> I can't believe anybody played Black Ops. Yeah, no, people will tweet about how they're done with Modern Warfare 3 and going back to Black Ops, and I'm just going to unfollow them. Because I, everyone <laughs> I follow just tweets about Call of Duty on console all day. Yep. So, anyway, yep. that's my own fault. But... <laughs> that's that's all she wrote. All right. All right, guys. Um... Covering the bees. Oh, <laughs> let me talk real quick. I don't know what yep. our time's at. We're probably really close now, but... Um, KB Mod 2.0. Oh my god! Had many tweets today. Showed the guys the new site today. Looking hot, Sean. You're the man. I was jizzing over it earlier before the cast. Yeah, it's, it, it's looking really hot, and there is a forum. People ask. I actually had tons of Twitter questions about, so I'm kind of answering them all right now. There is a forum, so um, yeah, you will be able to converse with others on everything and ask John. John has his own forum. <laughs> For hardware help, oh god, go in at your own risk. That's all yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, pro tip: don't go in there for actual help, <laughs> <laughs> and don't get mad at us when he just absolutely. I might actually shits help on you. you. It depends on the yeah. day. Depen- no, it also depends on the phrasing it's, of the question. It's Russian like. roulette. You don't know what you're going to get in there. If you've ever been on the latest jerks forums, you'll know what you're in for. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <clears throat> All right, guys. All right. See you next week. We'll see you guys next week. One one final reminder. Yeah. If for some reason Podbean and iTunes uh, don't work, use the Mediafire link. Which will definitely, yep, there's Seriously. always a Mediafire. If there. it doesn't work, just use the Mediafire link. Seriously. Don't tweet at us because I can't. <laughs> 100,000 times. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, guys. See ya. Later. Hello, gents, and thanks once again for tuning into the podcast this week. If you need to uh, find the podcast, you can find it on podbean.com, our front page, or search iTunes for KB Mod. If you need your PC gaming fix during the week, you can go to kbmod.com or follow us on Twitter at KB Mod Gaming. We'll see you next week, guys.